Welcome to the Not A Fakers, That Boy Malcolm's Random Crab Show. I am your host, That Boy Malcolm. I know it's been a long, long time, but I am back doing the podcast that I love to do. Uh, Because I wasn't super technology savvy is really the the reason why the podcast stopped. Uh, Apparently, I just found out that I'm still not enough savvy. Uh, tech, technology wise because I thought I solved the problem uh, which was the reason why I stopped doing the podcast but in actuality the problem was still continuing on uh, <laughs> what was going on was uh, around the time around May right when I uh, I stopped doing the podcast uh, what happened was is for whatever reason every time I would do a podcast I mean you know I'd do a show and I get 10-15 minutes into the show, then it stopped recording. And I would do this again and again and again. <clears throat> and I figured out what it was was because I had too much uh too much memory on me, uh too much uh usage on my phone, uh too many apps, and I thought it was just simply that until I tried to start the show up uh, not too long ago, about a, a thir- Ooh, doesn't matter. I said about thirty minutes ago, and the same thing happened again. Five minutes into the show, it stopped recording. I thought I eliminated all. Uh, I created enough space to have enough room so I can do the do the show, but apparently, uh, what I didn't know was I still didn't have enough space because. For whatever reason, uh, the phone takes up a lot of... Uh, I had a lot of storage. And it wasn't because of apps. Because I had deleted a bunch of apps. But apparently, I needed to delete a bunch of uh, text messages in my phone. Which uh, used a lot of... Uh, which used a lot of my storage. Um, which, because what happens is... Uh, like when I... Converse, uh, uh, I watch, I'm a fan of rap, uh, watching wrestling. I record something with my phone on TV because I'm not like you guys who know how to record stuff from TV uh, with some other type of device. I actually still do the old school, grab the phone, record it on the TV, and send it off. And apparently uh, some of my friends that I do that with, I had to delete all their messages that we shared, you know, hitting each other up while watching wrestling because of all my videos that was still in those uh, text messages. Unless somebody can tell me how to just go on and uh, delete those, I guess I had to just just get rid of the whole list of messages because I don't delete stuff and it's a strange habit of mine. I don't know. I guess I want to be able to have something in court or something like that. I don't know. Um, but apparently that's what happened. And it caused uh, issues of me me being able to do the shows because I can't do a show in which my you know if it's not continuously recording. Um, but back to uh, we're gonna talk about a few things today. Uh, but um, I'm gonna get into uh, 
some some things other things I've been into uh I've been doing uh I, I did open mic comedy. I'm gonna talk to you uh, t- uh tell you guys a little bit about my experience doing that. And it's recently and uh but m- this show is basically going to be about my NFL uh regular se- uh NFL 2015 pre- season predictions. But before I get to that there is a panic alarm here in Austin, Texas. Cold 10, mock level 5. Uh, uh, let me remember. Uh, Delta. <laughs> We're on a Delta alert. University of Texas. Uh, these people are going crazy after the butt kicking against Notre Dame this weekend. Which I don't know why people wasn't expecting. But hey, it, it is what it is. Notre Dame is a better team. They're farther along under, you know, under their system and their coaching staff and uh, their recruiting than University of Texas is, which just got uh, just started, uh, just brought in Charlie Strong last year. But what happened is, is uh, Texas winning, uh, winning the. Uh, uh, Notre Dame went to Notre Dame, got their butts handed to them, and the people here in Austin are so crazy because they don't want to see Tyron Swoops again. They want to see Hurd, and that's the reason why Hurd isn't playing over Swoops. He's they they played, he actually played played in the game, and they took him out immediately, and he you never saw him again. That that has to be a reason why that happened. Um, you can't just you know. Uh, University of Texas fans, for whatever reason, is I am a UT fan, but I'm more realistic. I see at around seven wins a great a great season will be eight wins this season. Uh, I see around seven wins this this season. I don't know if people thought that they saw this team uh, as a team that could win the Big Twelve. I I guess because the team exceeded expectations last year. They expected them to exceed this year, and it's 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 gonna be a uh, a process. You, you, for one, I don't think the University of Texas have their quarterback yet. You can talk about Soups and Hurd, com- uh, Hurd committing to any of these guys is a I, I believe is a mistake. Maybe Hurd can be a, that guy. Uh, Swoops isn't that guy, but. I don't want, but if Hurd is not effective, if he, he if he doesn't know, I I don't know if he knows the playbook, if he knows where to go, uh, it, uh the right how to read the coverages, uh, the right decisions to make, uh, but it's something we don't know about. Also, uh, Texas also uh, took the play calling duties from the offensive coordinator and moved to the wide receiver coach, uh. And I think, honestly, I think it's an overreaction. If this was to happen again, if you was to go play Rice uh, next week, this week, and this was to happen again, you get your butt handed to you, then that's a time to panic. But I think people are overreacting off of a game against a, a school that is probably a contender to win a national championship. And Texas is not on that level. Um, in other news, though, uh, I, I did open my comedy uh, this weekend. Uh, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, this is the first time I ever did it. I did it twice, actually. 
um, I had been planning on doing it for a while. Actually, for I'm gonna be honest with you, I thought about it at least about a year ago, and I finally nutted up and went up and did it, and it was an enjoyable experience. <laughs> and what's funny about it is, uh, for for my, for, I, I, you know. I, I straight up say I suck, but apparently some people say uh, for, you know, a first time, I did pretty well. Uh, I actually recorded it. I'm going to let you hear, hear uh, one of them right now. Jacking off. I remember when uh when I was uh, 
when I, I had roommates, I say by myself now, when I had roommates, it used to be like some covert mission type stuff, you know, you lock your doors, turn the music up, and you know, you get your phone out because, you know, porn's on the internet on the phone for free now. So, you know, you get off and any sound, you just stop and panic. Now, I'm at home alone, you know, you can just go to town, but now I'm on this little porn diet, so now, that's pointless now. Um, when it comes to women, <laughs> when it comes to women, <laughs> when it comes to women, women, I just have no clue. I stink with women. Uh, the last, uh, I mean, that was um, a woman came through. I was hanging out with at the bar at the club, and uh, she gets right in my face. She grabs her boobs and she says to me, "Does does her titties look real or fake?" And me clueless, I was like, uh, ooh, I don't know what to do. So, <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, guys. Uh, I know, like I said, it's gonna be awkward, but uh, thanks, thanks a lot. Yes, that was uh, <laughs> my first time doing open mic comedy. It was terrible. I was horrible. I suck. I stunk. And it was pretty awesome. Uh, uh, the thing is, is I had this, uh, you know, I, I I played a second show, and it kind of explained what ha uh, in the second show what happened. The reason why you got off to that slow start in, the, in, in it, like I paused at the beginning, but I, it, it, I, when I played the second one, it, it explained that. Uh, what I find funny is, um, I mean, pretty cool about it was, what I learned was from that experience is, one, don't overplan stuff, and two, because I had way more stuff written, I mean, that I was going to do, and I found out that uh, four minutes is not a lot of time for all the stuff that I had planned on doing, but, you know, when I was writing stuff down and coming up with a plan, um... Four minutes didn't seem like a lot of time, and so I I figured out a better plan and um uh, and uh, I I'll let you hear the second uh second time I did it uh I did it uh actually two days later I think I improved a little bit a lot of people uh, at the first show saw me at the second show uh open mic they said for a first time I did pretty well. And, Actually, some said I should continue to do it, which I am gonna gonna do it. Uh, continue to do it because it's like I say, it was pretty fun for me, and actually I met a, a lot of cool people. Uh, doing it, and excuse me. Um, so I'll, here's the second time. Malcolm, oh, hey man, give it up for Malcolm. X. X. What up? What up? What up? Uh, I did open mic comic for the first time just two days ago, right? Uh, first joke, bomb miserably, and it's because I overprepared. Like the first thing, I had this stupid plan. I don't know what I was thinking. I had this stupid plan that I was gonna put some little Winifred's Altoids in a little medicine bottle and come up and open them up and like take it and lead into like this Viagra joke. 
Not thinking that, you know, when I get up, I'm gonna have a little antsy moment, I'm gonna freeze up. So my first joke bomb, and but I picked it up at, you know, as I continue on. So apparently I'm gonna be addicted to doing open mic comic because of this. Because I'm like Mick Foley, I'm a glutton for punishment and <laughs> sad pain. I don't know. Um about me is uh, I got I, I'm not that real good with women. Uh, got a lot of female friends. Uh, some actually do like me, but the ones that like me, you know, let's just say they're ugly. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I will leave a clause. Some of them are just crazy, but you know, they like to throw stuff, you know. Uh, but uh, I got this one girl who uh, hits me up like at a. Twelve o'clock at night, she wants me to come over to a, to a spot, but she has a boyfriend, right? And she stays with a boyfriend. I and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So I'm expl she explains to me, nah, nah, it's cool, cause she wanted me to come over to play Madden with her. This is weird. I'm like, so I asked her straight up, uh, you trying to, you know, you trying to get some of this? You know what I'm saying? And she says to me, she gets all offended, and. I'm like, why are you getting finish? I'm not that type of girl. So you got your boyfriend who stay here, who's out, who's gonna come in around two o'clock and I gotta explain to this dude uh, why I had to, you know, come over here at one o'clock in the morning and beat your girl's ass with the, with the Titans because, you know, she, she need to get that ass whooping. Um, ironically, same girl. She she's single now, so I guess she's hitting on me. I guess because you know I, I called out back then. But she's single now, and she says she doesn't understand why she, you know why she's single. And I ask her, uh, Have you went out? <laughs> she doesn't go out, so I'm like, You expect a guy just to just show up at your place? Uh, well, but I, why shouldn't I be able to find love? I'm like, Okay. Uh, because you're doing nothing to find it. Um, I like to stir things up on Facebook. Um, social media, just an asshole. Um, just the other day, I just thought up an argument with like people in like sports media over teams I really don't care about. And it just drives me crazy and it's entertaining to me. But also I like to start up relationship issues too. Uh, the last, last time I did it, a friend of mine calls me yelling at me because she's saying, uh, yeah, you didn't say that when we was together the other night. And as I explained to her, uh, these are uh, just me just starting up some crap, just talking crap. And then she says, I play too much. Ah, oh, you joke around, you, that's, that's your problem. You, you just play too much. And she just don't understand that um, I'm never growing up. I took my Toys R Us off seriously. Um, we got the ambulance coming through. Um, also, what I, I found out doing uh, my first open mic, and I know a lot of you guys experienced this, uh, the thing that bugged me, and I wasn't expecting this, is the whole flashlight thing to wave you off. And see, I'm proud military, so the first thing came to my mind, I start looking over my shoulder because I'm thinking the uh, F-15 is coming. Hey, that is right there. <laughs> the F-15 is about to show up, so, you know, I got a little nervous. But, um, 
All right, guys. Um, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep doing this because, like I said, I love punishment. So, uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. All right. Way to go. We timed that perfectly. And that was uh my second time doing open mic. And like I said, I had a little good time doing it. Um, like I say, I stunk. You can hear that I stunk. But I did get some chuckles here and there in both uh both events. Of uh, this other uh, thing that I do, and you can you obviously if you've heard the podcast, I do it a lot, and that will be useful if I can get that under control. I'm gonna try to stop do that right now. So no more uh. So let's see if I can how far I can make that go. Now, see, I'm about to do it right now. As uh, but but it was a, a enjoyable experience. So I've I, I was ironic is from the first experience. I learned something in the first experience that I applied in the second experience, and now I'm have I want to have a third experience. I'm gonna try to because I learned a few things after the, listening to myself the second time. So the way I look at it, it by doing this, if I continue learning things from just the last act, definitely will keep doing it. Uh, actually, I might do it while because I'm coming to Houston this uh, actually this week. Uh, probably by the time you hear this, I'm already in Houston, and um, and I did it. See, Esau, it it doesn't last. I'm, uh, we're gonna I'm, we're gonna do it again. No us. This week I'm uh, coming to Houston. And I plan on uh, trying to get. <sighs> really, I can't even last that long. I plan on doing a. a blah, 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 blah. Plan on doing maybe finding out uh, where they can do uh, one uh, one of the uh, one of the open mics in the Houston city area, and for the first I'm gonna do it and probably tell a few friends I'm a, where I'm gonna be at. Uh, there's a few places around that they do open mics, so uh, hopefully I can find a place that that is not one of these places you have to email pre-email before. Maybe I could do one of those when you sign in at the event. There's quite a few. It depends because I'm doing jury duty on Thursday, and that means I'm gonna have to be up early in the morning. So when after jury duty, if I have enough energy and if I get to my mom's house in time, I can get in the car and drive somewhere and do open mic again if I get there early enough. Now, now enough of the personal major things that I'm doing when when it comes to the comedy thing. Let's uh let's get to the little NFL action. As we uh I, I, I did my little season breakdown uh uh of the NFL season. Uh, I made pro- projections. Actually I made records, but I, I don't think I'm gonna go into the records. But I just go into uh the seating of each division and let's get it cranking. WCW music. Starting with the AFC East. Uh, it's kind of a chalk division. It's, it's the same, it's the it's the same thing. Just like every other year. I got the Patriots coming out dominating that division. I actually got second place in that division. I got the Buffalo Bills with Miami in third. And adjust, and especially because of the Tom Brady situation happened. If it weren't for the Tom Brady situation, uh, suspension being uplifted, 
I probably would have the Bills closer to the to the Patriots, but because uh, but because uh, there there is no Tom Brady suspension, the Patriots are pretty much gonna run away with that division. That is my projection on that. Now in the uh, AFC North, this division is probably the best argument, arguably the best division in the NFL, best division of football. Uh, it's it's been a three-team divisions made the playoffs last year. This year, I actually I get into who I got making the playoffs. But the order of the division, I got Baltimore Ravens winning the division. I got the Steelers coming in second in the division. Uh, I got the Bengals coming in third, and Cleveland uh, coming up the rear and or fourth. Uh, Baltimore, you can see it going anywhere either way. Baltimore, Pittsburgh. But I, I'm going Baltimore because I think they 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 have more weapons. Not a still was dangerous about the Steelers is uh I think they improved their team. Uh, I think uh, I think both teams Baltimore and the Steelers just got better than Cincinnati. I just have Baltimore. I think they have more of a suitable schedule as in a uh, home and a way to. Uh, to have them to come on top of that division. Now in the AFC South, it is a one-team division. Let's be honest about it. Even though I'm a Texan fan, I don't see the Texans uh, overtaking Indy. I think Indy and the Colts are gonna run away with the division. And I see the Texans coming in second in the in the division and battling for. Actually, I think battling for the high, highest draft pick next season would be Jacksonville and Tennessee. I, those teams, I'm not expecting much from. Now, in the AFC West, I have uh, I have Denver followed by who do I have? Denver followed by San Diego, followed by Case, Kansas City, and Oakland. I see actually a close division. I actually have um, Denver separating Denver from Oakland. I actually have it only three games. I got Oakland in the last place and Denver in first. I only see them separated by three games. I think Oakland's improved. I think San, uh, San Diego's consistently what San Diego is. I think Kansas City is a pretty good team. And I think Denver's on the way down. But I still got them winning the division. Now in the NFC, starting off with the uh, NFC North, I mean uh, NFC East, I have the uh, Dallas. No, 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 no. I have Philly winning the division, and I have Dallas coming in second. I have uh, the Giants in third, and Washington as everybody else, just uh, down at the bottom of the. Uh, actually, have them close to down at the bottom of the of the league next year, but. I see Dallas and Philly battling it out. Uh, I just believe Philly is. I give Philly just an edge. Uh, I, I think I yeah. I gave him one game edge over uh, Dallas, and I think that's how that division is gonna finish. Now in the uh, NFC North division, I have uh, Green Bay pretty much running away with the division. Uh, I have. Uh, the Vikings in second, and and in third place of the division, I think 
Detroit and Chicago will have around the same record. I actually uh, believe uh, I have uh, the lowest record in that division. Both both teams with a seven and nine record, but I have Green Bay just dominating uh, the division. Now in the uh, NFC South, I have uh, honestly this is my, the big surprise, the biggest surprise. I got the Atlanta Falcons winning the division. I have the Panthers coming in second. I have uh, the Saints in third, and Tampa coming up the rent in, uh, in in fourth place. Um, I have Atlanta just just playing some great. I just have Atlanta just making a big jump this year. Um, in the uh, NFC West, I have uh, I have uh, in first place of the division. I actually have the Arizona Cardinals. And I have Seattle coming in second. In third place in the division, I have the St. Louis Rams. And finishing, the, uh, finishing I have uh, the San Francisco 49ers in fourth place. Uh, my biggest rise teams are the Falcons in the AL- NFC. And in the AFC, I have uh, the Buffalo Bills. And the fall teams, the teams that's coming down, two playoff teams, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, I don't see them making the playoffs, and I don't see the Detroit Lions making the playoffs. Um, interesting situations. I, I, I think I, I can't. Uh, usually there's five, uh, five teams that make the playoffs, and uh, that didn't make it the previous year. I actually only have uh, four, uh, but we'll get into that in a minute or uh, a little bit. Uh, I want to play something for you guys uh, because uh, I'm a big fan of comedy. That's pretty much why I did open mic. Um, one of my favorite p- comedians, uh, Patrice O'Neill, uh, did a little conversation on the show years. The late Patrice O'Neill did a conversation on a uh, open and Anth- uh, Anthony show, which used to exist on Cyrus and at one point XM Radio, and. I'm going to play this, uh, he, he was just having this uh, open discussion about race, and I just want to play this because it was interesting. And also, it just gives me a break so I can give me something to drink while and rest my throat because I tend to notice when I do these podcasts and I keep talking nonstop and I don't give myself no break, I start crackling my voice towards the end. So, uh, I'm going to play this for you guys as I rest my voice for a little bit. When I'm pretending to be a yeah. white guy saying Lord, nigga, so you guys are giving us way too much credit. I don't give you none. Like I, I, I tend to believe it, it, it is. It's a, it's a social thing. It's a money thing. I don't think people with money even give a shit. They worrying about their mm-hmm. pool being clean. Right. They worrying about it. I, that's what I'm what saying. About it's the all doors being delivered for poor for people. It's, it's a trick. Racism is a trick against poor white people. It's to keep them focused that they should be a certain level in life because they're white and it's the niggas' fault. And the white people that want to keep everything to themselves, make they have to keep poor white people thinking that they should be, like, something just because they're white. More entitled. More entitlement. All right, we're running out of show.
yeah. when I'm pretending to be a yeah. white guy saying Lord, nigga. So uh, you guys are giving us way too much. Okay, apparently it was uh, shorter than I thought, but it was. I found that conversation interesting. Uh, <laughs> but um, let's get back to it. Now we're gonna. Uh, now I'm gonna finish it up. Uh, this uh, we're gonna get into. Let's get into. Get back into it. Give me my WCW music. We left off on Alice Wright. You know what? I'm gonna continue off on Alice Wright. Now. Um, we're gonna go. I'm uh, my NFC. I mean my NFL awards. Starting off with the NFL Coach of the Year, I got Chuck Pagano with the Colts because at the end of the day, I got the Colts finishing the year with a 13 and three record. Uh, them in Atlanta having the best record in the league, and you could go either way. I can't think of the, the Falcons coach name. I wrote it down, but uh, but I'm, I'm going Pagano. He has so much talent. And I think that team's going to be dominant this year. I actually believe that, well, I, I'll tell you that later. Ricky, the offensive rookie of the year, I got Amara Cooper of the Raiders. Now, there's an argument to be made for Winston and Mariota in this situation. But I'm going with Cooper because I think that team's going to make a, I think they're just going to be the better team. And I think with, uh, uh, Carr's going to look to him a lot. I think both Mariota and uh, Winston's gonna struggle. I think most likely out of those two, to to win it will be uh, Mariota because of the type of decision making he is. But I'm going with Amari Cooper. Defensive rookie of the year, I'm going Vic Beasley for the Falcons. Uh, along along with the Falcons making a big jump, I think Vic Beasley's gonna be uh, a scary um, scary player in that division. I think. He might be. He's gonna. He's gonna lead rookies in sacks. That's my prediction on it. Uh, there are other players, but uh, that's who I'm gonna go with. Uh, defensive player of the year. I'm going JJ Watt. Uh, I can't go against the guy. I don't. It, it, when a guy can have 15, 15 sacks in a season, and it's a bad season, that tells you what the deal with JJ Watt is. Offensive uh, player of the year. It's between Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck, and I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the the the, uh, the Packers are gonna go with this speed up off speed uh, fast tempo offense this year. It's gonna be a lot of more possessions, so it's gonna be a lot a lot higher numbers for Aaron Rodgers. And just like uh, offensive player of the year. MVP Aaron Rodgers and uh, Andrew Luck. I went with Andrew Luck, but it could go either way. Both of those two awards could go either way. Andrew Luck can win them both. Aaron Rodgers can win them both. Um, now let's get into. Now I'm gonna get into the uh, playoff predictions. The the seeding I got the Colts having the best record in the league uh, in the AFC, followed by the Patriots with a bye week. Uh, the other two division teams is the Ravens and the Broncos, and the two wild cards I got the Bills and the Steelers. Uh, in the NFC, the uh, I got the Falcons with home field advantage. I got Pal the Packers uh, winning the uh, winning the bye week. I mean winning the bye. Uh, I got the Eagles and Cardinals as your other two division winners, and I got the Colts, uh, Cowboys, and uh, Seahawks as your two wild cards. Uh, I got um, I got the uh, for the uh, conference title games. I got the Ravens versus the Colts, and I got the Colts defeating the Ravens. 
And in the uh, NFC title game, I got the Seahawks playing uh, playing in Green Bay, and I got the Packers defeating the uh, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. And in the Super Bowl, I got a uh, I got the Colts versus the Packers. I think the my analogy on it is like I said, I just think the Colts just have so much talent and. Honestly, my two guys that I'm picking to win the MVP will be playing against each other. And that tells you how highly I think of uh, those two quarterbacks. And But I'm going with uh, the Colts winning the Super Bowl, Andrew Luck being the MVP. And being from Houston, uh, Andre Johnson getting a, a Super Bowl ring. But uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much my NFL uh, season predictions. Uh, also, in, uh, news: uh, boxing coming up this weekend. You got Andre Berto going against uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, for whatever reason, Floyd Mayweather wanted to fight Berto, and he's been wanting to fight Berto. A lot of boxing fans, well, it's usually the same fans who are anti-Floyd Mayweather. They were pretty upset about. Berto being a guy that he picked to fight, I think for a guy that Floyd wanted to fight for years, because if many many forget that Floyd tried to fight, uh, tried to fight him, if he would have beat Ortiz and Ortiz, uh, Victor Ortiz, uh, defeated him, and I, I want to say Robert Guerrero defeated him also, and that was another opportunity Floyd was trying to give Berto a chance to fight him. And so it, it, I'm pretty. That's what my my thoughts on it is. Uh, Floyd Mayweather wanted to fight Andre Berto for whatever reasons. That was the guy he wanted to fight. He been wanting to fight him, and this was his last opportunity to fight him. There are some accusations of saying uh, Berto may have slept with or uh, had sex with uh, Floyd Mayweather's ex uh, fiance. I don't know of any truth to that rumor, uh, maybe, but if that's the case, that would be, I guess that'd be a reason the Floyd to want to fight the guy, but I, honestly, I, I just think he just wants to fight Berto because he wants he, he wants to fight somebody with, I, I guess, with a Philly Shell offense and defense style, and that's what Berto has, even though I'm not a fan of his style, his uh, Philly Shell, but... That that's that's pretty much it when it comes to Berto and uh Floyd Mayweather, but uh let's go on and wrap this puppy up. Like I say, I am back and I am I'm planning on staying. Uh, I can see <laughs> there's a possibility of doing shows all the way through the year, and so we're gonna keep. I'm gonna just keep going and. And hopefully, uh, I don't. Ha- I I I'm gonna keep doing the podcast. I plan on doing some more open mics. Maybe by the time I'm finished, uh, I'm gonna say I'm by the time the years up, I probably actually start to get good or be average. But <laughs> well, I still think that's a big jump to say average. But do I, but let's just say I don't bomb as badly I, I maybe I just I, I don't stink maybe at by the end of the year I just be a little smelly when it comes to uh, open mics but 
Hey, y'all, thanks for listening, and uh, let's look forward to another show next week. They say that I've lost it, but talk me down, and I swear it's gonna cost you. Now I'm back, the boss of you morons, so never count me out.